You've probably heard it all before, but this time, let Dr. Lanker connect the dots in a way that makes the Christian faith come alive. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Lanker, and I'm here to help you connect the dots. As a pastor and professor for the last 30 years, I want to help you not only understand the Christian faith, but to make it a transformative part of your everyday experience. Join me as we connect the dots. So what's this all mean? We're justified, and we're justified by faith in Jesus. How can you summarize all that he does to set us free and acquit us from our past sin, to completely free us from all debts that we've ever incurred against God, against Satan, against this world, against our friends? What is it that God is doing in justification? I love Packer's definition here. He says that justification is when God pardons and adopts believing sinners. So what does that look like? I I think one of the the best illustrations of this is in Luke chapter 15 with the story of what we call the prodigal son. In the story, and most of us know it, the son asks for an inheritance. Uh, He basically says, Dad, why don't you keel over now? Why don't you just let me take the lead? I got it. I don't need your help from here, which is what we talked about is our problem. We think that we can run our lives by ourselves. And God, thank you so much for getting the ball rolling. I can take it from here. And and that gets at the heart of our pride, a pride that says we can make our own way in life. As long as you give me the resources, as, as long as you set me free, I'll show you what I can do. And the son shows his father and the rest of the world what he can do. You can make a huge mess of your life really fast when you try to take complete control of it. And it's in those moments that we wake up and we have a choice. We have a choice to repent or we have a choice to become hardened in our rebellion against our father. And and this son chooses to repent. He chooses to take a second look. And the look that he thinks that the father is going to give him is is a look of, hey, you've messed this thing up royally. I will take you back as a slave. You will pay me back for everything that you have done. You have hurt my honor. You have hurt our family. You have misused our resources. And many of us who, who have been around the Christian faith, we, we feel like that. If we've ever chosen to walk away from God and say, I'm going to live my life from here, or if we never knew anything about it, and that's just how we grew up, we lived far apart from God, we can't conceive of going to a good father who is not going to hold it over our heads. And what the scope of Scripture says is that he has already taken care of it. It's, it's already been resolved, and he is looking in the distance for us to just come near to him. And, and this is the infinite God. You're not going to grasp the fullness of all he has to offer you. It, your repentance isn't going to take you back to the exact heart of him. And that's why the Father always comes running to us. And he says, let me meet you where you're at. And when you try to limit my grace, when you try to limit what I offer to you, to just paying me back for all of your sins, let me remind you, it's already been taken care of. You are my cherished son, my cherished daughter. Welcome home. And he pulls that son in and he 
remains he he reinstates him as his child he he throws his best robe on him he he goes ahead and puts shoes on his feet so that he doesn't have to walk in shame anymore he puts a signet ring on him so that he is restored to the authority that he had before he made all these poor choices the father says you have been reinstated to all rights and privileges what an incredible gift it's just as if the son never sinned and that's oftentimes how people in a really simple way make sense of this concept of justification it's just as if he never sinned just as if nothing has ever gone wrong but just because we're justified and brought back to the family We also need to be clear that this is brought back into the family that Jesus is describing in this first century. He's not describing a 20th century family. My kids do hardly any work. (laughs) They do hardly any work because we have so many resources and so many tools at our hands. I don't need them at my beck and call for hours every day. But in the ancient world, to be a son, to be a daughter was to be a slave. That, that's why the older son says, I have slaved for you, literally in Greek. I have slaved for you all these years. I have served you. But, but I, I thought there was this difference between being a slave and being a son. Yeah, there's a huge difference. Slaves serve for their benefit in the moment. Sons serve for their benefit for an eternity. That inheritance is something that we have received from those who have gone before us, and it is something we will pass on to those who come after us. Justification is not just for you. It has been given to you from those who have come before in this journey, and they've passed on this great work of God's salvation that was given to them, and they simply passed on this grace. They passed on this forgiveness. They passed on this restoration because it was given to them first. And we, in our present, we need to receive this. We need to live into this. We need to find ways in the small things and the big things and everything else in between when it relates to us and when it has nothing to do with us. God, how can we see your justification come? How can things be fixed so it's just as if nothing ever went wrong? When we let him in to the smallest to the greatest moments, he changes everything and he makes it new. This is the great story of God. This is the great example of his justification. And I would also just make one last point since we're using the prodigal as an example here. You'll find nowhere inside the story that it calls the son the prodigal son. Prodigal, in fact, means to just pour out, to to use extensively and, and to just waste This story, in the end, is not about the prodigal son. This story, I would say, is a story of the prodigal father, the one who pours out the riches of his grace on a creation that does not even begin to grasp 
just how much he wants to make things right. He's already done the work. He runs to us to meet us in our simple acts of repentance. He restores us, brings us back as sons and daughters with all rights, privileges, and authority, and calls us to his eternal work. This work that was done long before we came and will be done long after we are gone. To him be glory, honor, and praise. This is good news. May we live into it this week, next week, and forevermore. Amen. If you enjoyed listening today, please subscribe to our podcast. And if you'd like more information, please visit us at drjasonlanker.com. That's D-R-Jason-L-A-N-K-E-R. May you go in the grace of God, and may you not just understand the Christian faith, but live it more fully this week.